Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts About DeVille. D.I., as always, this is your host, your boy, DeVille. D.I., man, and today I'm going to touch on uh, a response that your boy D.L. Hughley gave to the whole situation with, um, you know, Terry Crews calling him out. And I'm also going to speak on a a story that I saw uh, of a lady who was fired because she refused to work on Sunday due to her religious beliefs. But first, before we get into that, and, and you know, I don't even have to mention it, I'm going to bring to you some discipline today. But before we get into all that, I want to talk about this. Uh, oh, man, this this frantic shenanigans that went on today. Eh, man, here in Georgia, in the Atlanta area, they have announced that there is a possibility of ice tomorrow. It started off as snow. Then it went from snow to ice to rain. No, it went from snow to rain, then from rain to ice. And look, if you don't know any time, and I do mean any time, that it is predicted that anything except from rain is going to fall from the sky this whole area shuts down completely so they've closed schools except for one county that i know of that are not closing their schools they're just going to dismiss early to try to get the kids out of there and home before the freezing hits so i was in the grocery store right around say five man it was like you would have thought the world was ending how people ran up in that grocery store, man, and they was just all, of course, they're, they're headed straight for the milk, the eggs, the bread. They're cleaning this place out. And I was thinking to myself, right, looking at what people were buying, milks, eggs, meats, canned goods. I understand the canned goods, but, like, what the hell are you going to do with eggs in the case of, like, a power outage? You're stuck in the house. Power goes out. You can't eat the eggs. The milk is gonna go bad, and the the real crazy thing about it is that this, when these things happen here in the Atlanta area, it only lasts for a day. It's not like this is gonna be a week or weeks of people being shut in. This stuff lasts literally for one day, but everybody panics and runs out, and you know buys up a whole bunch of groceries, and not knowing that these grocery stores, these grocery chains rely on these storms to make their sales for the year you know if you've ever been in the circles of a grocery train you'll hear them literally say that all we need is one good storm to make our sales for the year and people buy fall for it every time they go right into it i start to wonder you know if um you know if there is some cohesions between the uh the media and the industry on you know projecting this 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 minor it's because it's not it instills fear is basically what i'm saying it's like you push this fear that something's going to happen out there and everybody reacts to it you know i've never been one of those people it's like okay if it does snow i already know the danger doesn't come until the night after when everything freezes so that next day you just stay in the house and probably around midday it'll thaw out 
and you know by the next day it's generally clear passing clear sailings to move about the city once again and how is a major metropolitan area like this year after year after year unprepared for um for snow or ice it doesn't make any sense i've been living here for boom since 2006 we put it like that so that's what like 12 years and year after year after year there's always some type of major stoppage when these things happen and year after year after year they always say that they weren't prepared for it because they're not used to it this has been happening year after year since i've been here get it together i've lived in ohio i lived in north carolina i lived in virginia places where you get you know sometimes feet not just inches but feet of snow and the whole city would just keep moving like nothing was going on because they know every year this is going to happen and they're ready for it every year how i don't understand how this city just keeps getting uh caught with his pants down the way it does about that but that's enough about that let's move on into the story of this uh lady so if i may let me pull it up and see if i can find to give you a little bit of information now i'm I'm reading this article this was posted in ebony magazine by jessica bennett so this young lady was a devout christian christian you know so she refused to work on sundays now this is down in miami and she says she doesn't work on sundays because sundays are to honor god right i respect that now, so from 2006 to 2016, her employers knew that she didn't do this and she would work, you know, she would, she would work. She was allowed to work this schedule and not come in on Sundays. Wasn't a problem. Then around 2015, right, the, um, management started to just put her on the schedule. Anyway, so what that sounds like to me is that there was a management change and the new manager just wasn't hearing it. So he's like, we're going to put you on it anyway. Now, I've seen myself where, you know, a lot of time when you get new management, they come in and they shake things up. They want everybody to have open availability. And it's basically they have a do what I say mentality. And they'll make the excuses of, well, if everybody took off on Sunday or if, every, if we let them do this, then the next person is going to say, well, I can't work on Friday because I'm a, I'm Muslim and, or I can't work on Saturday because I'm whatever denomination doesn't work on Saturday and so on and so forth. But honestly, people in America, the country that we live in, there's not going to ever be, I feel like, a, a situation to where there's going to be that many people just going to stand there and say, you know, I'm not doing this because of my personal beliefs, not on one job. You will have one or two people who feel a certain way and are willing to express that. But managers oftentimes use that as an excuse. But, you know, when they have their four to six to eight weeks of vacation and they decide to schedule it, they're not letting anything interfere with that week that they're taking off. And, you know, it doesn't matter what goes on in the uh, place. Then, but, you know, you can't have that Sunday off. So, basically, she starts switching shifts with people. And then management says, if you don't come in to work your next shift, 
you know, there's gonna be repercussions and consequences. She, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing she didn't come because she was then terminated. So this lady decided to file a complaint with the EEOC and, you know, filed a suit. Now, the federal, a federal jury ordered this hotel chain to pay her $36,000 for lost wages, $500,000 for emotion, ang emotional anguish, and $21 million in punitive damages. And I say, shouts out to you, Miss Lady Ma'am, because... I respect the fact that you stood up for your own personal beliefs and you let the, this company know that we're not, I'm not going for it. And in the times that we live in now, especially like me, I live in Georgia, which is a, uh, what is it? Right to work state where you, you basically, unless you're in a union, you have very little rights as an employee An employee can just walk in any given day and fire you, you know, without giving you a just cause or reason. So we have the, in order for the common man and woman to regain their place in society, we have to take these kind of stands and let these corporations know that we're not going for the shenanigans that they're going to try to push on us. And, you know, so as I said, salute to this lady. Do your thing. I know a lot of people get tired of you know this person suing someone over this, this person suing someone over that. But hey, at the end of the day, we didn't start this <laughs> this trend of lawsuits. We just following suits of how things go. So now I'm going to get into this whole situation and readdress this uh, incident between Terry Crews and D.L. Hughley. But first, let me tell you about my sponsors. So if you don't know. Let's play catch up real quick. So Terry Crews um, threw some shots on Twitter at comedian D.L. Hughley for an interview that was recorded over a year ago in which uh, D.L. made a joke saying, hey, uh, God gave you all those muscles so that you can say no. In reference to Terry Crews allegations that his, I believe it was his agent at the time, had walked upon him and grabbed him by the nutsack. So, Terry Crews uh, took exception to this a year later and, you know, even openly um, suggested that maybe he should slap D.L. Hughley for his transgressions on Twitter after they had a little small back and forth. If you want to know more about it, go back and listen to yesterday's episode and, you know, it's a little bit more detail there. So, D.L. Hughley is saying that he's finding it interesting the timing of terry cruz speaking out about this event so um a little while like hours maybe a day before he came at dl hugely he was getting drugged on twitter by a group of not not a group like they're a gang but he had got some uh women in the uproar after defending uh, Gina Rodriguez, who is apparently known to be or accused of being anti-black uh, women. So, let me read it again. Yes, he, she's been accused of being anti-black. And I don't know much about Gina Rodriguez, and that's not the topic. So, you can Google search that on your own later on and figure that out. But Terry Crews came to her rescue, so to speak, and defended her. After... 
you know, recently given a, a speech about uh, how black women were the only ones to support him when he came out with his allegations of his sexual abuse. So they took exception to him defending her. So they were just, you know, letting him have it on Twitter. So a little while later, while he's just getting slammed, all of a sudden he comes out talking about D.L. Hughley and this interview that happened uh, over a year ago. So basically what D.L. is saying when it comes to this is, Uh, are you really using the, me as the scapegoat to try to get these people off of your ass because of you choosing to step in and to defend this person thinking it was going to get you some clout but it had the reverse effect of what you thought it was going to have so now you're grasping at straws trying to get these people off of your ass by throwing them throwing me out there coincidence or not I don't know Maybe so. Either way, I'm going to let you be the judge. Now, as we move on and move forward, I had some interesting, you know, yesterday's topic of discussion was uh, surviving the Super Bowl in Atlanta. So I had someone send me another a list of Super Bowl Atlanta Super Bowl rules. So I'm going to hit you off with a couple of them from this list. Okay, nobody eats at the varsity. This is, I guess, guidance for you uh, people that will be traveling into the city. Nobody eats at varsity. Now, like I said, I've been here 12 years, never ate at the varsity. So you might want to uh, avoid that. They also said any anybody can sell you parking. I told you this. The only reason I read this, I know that, like you said, like I, it was on my list yesterday. But I just want to redo this to confirm what I said because I'm not the only one that thinks like this. Now, what else do we got on here? If you get into a fight, because we know what these sporting events sometimes tend to get high. If you get in the fight, random people may jump in. And this is an absolute fact. You're not from here. You don't know who's around you. You get in a fight, you may have 12 people dead on your ass. So try to avoid all types of confrontation out here. And the last one that I liked, we respect our homes. Please call them unk or auntie respectfully. We definitely do call our, uh, show respect to our homes people by calling them enduring nicknames. I usually call them OG. That's my thing. How you doing, OG? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. That's what I'm talking to the homeless people. You should show the janitor the same respect that you would show the CEO and since they are neither the janitor or the CEO you should show them even more respect that's just what I think but you didn't come here for that now did you you came here for some discipline so that's what I'm gonna give you so the discipline for the day don't be a lemming you know what a lemming is a lemming is this little furry animal it's a rodent I think and what they do I think it's like every year they migrate and they get into these lines, these big formations, and they just push forward. So the lemmings in the middle and the rear of the pack get so into this uh, uh, into this migration that they pay no attention to what's in front of them. Therefore, if the first lemming runs off a cliff, 
the, all the rest of them will run off the cliff too. That's the thing that they say about limits. I remember this from kindergarten, somebody telling me this. And then when I was a little bit older, they actually had a video game about limits where you, you know, certain ones were builders, some certain ones were diggers, some would blow stuff up. And the whole thing is, was you would send one of that lemming type to do perform the task that you wanted to do and all the rest of them that are of that specific type would follow him and you know complete that task for you but in the instance that you did something you had one do something that would cause disaster all the rest of them would follow him right into it don't be a lemon do not follow the crowd you have to do what's best for you don't let the whole group think mentality overtake you now i know a lot of times especially for people that work in offices you get in that office in that office they try to uh indoctrinate you they try to assimilate you and have you to think a certain way they want you to think the way that we think every you know the office thinks a certain way this is good like they use certain terms certain terminology you know instead of calling things you know bad they'll call it you know i don't know a pro i don't know but you get what i'm saying don't fall into that because it leads to disaster or it can just like a lemming you start following that you start going along with the program and not standing up and standing up for your own personal beliefs and your own feelings and then you know when things go wrong you'll be right there in the middle of it with everybody else there is absolutely nothing wrong with stepping up and standing up and saying hey i don't think this is a good idea hey i think we should do this versus doing that there is nothing wrong with that and actually it shows character if you're dealing with the real people around you real leadership around you they will respect the fact that you have your own individual opinions of things and you know while it, it it may not make any changes in the way that that your particular company or business does things they will respect you a lot more now take this information and do with it what you will but make sure you get a big breakfast because you're gonna need it while you're out here getting shit done <clears throat> oh, 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 oh. and by the way remember if you live in the atlanta area and you decide to creep off and go duck off with somebody tomorrow evening Pick wisely because you may be stuck there for the next day or so. So pick wisely. You feel what I'm saying? Now, do me one favor. No, do me two favors. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference. And number two, get out there and have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I love each and every last one of y'all. I'm out of here, man. Peace.